This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, is it cold enough for you? I mean, be honest with me. You enjoying this stuff? Like, is this what you sign up for in the winter? My gosh! Uncle, enough is enough. Dan Grosser Show. On a Saturday morning, it's the fourth day of February 2023, right here on 987 ESPN, 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Harvey Cruz and Joe Leo, they're producing the program this morning. We'll take it for the next few hours, right up until high noon. Get me on Twitter, at Dan Gross at G-R-A-C-A. Um, yeah, it's cold out there, but the good news is, is that I guess the worst has happened already. Like, it's only going to get ste- – yeah, there you go, right? That's something to be happy about. It's only going to get steadily warmer as we move forward throughout the day. I mean, look, it's not a beach day by any stretch, but it's not going to be minus temperatures or minus wind chills or anything. Like, we're going – we might even hit, like, 25. We're going to get crazy today with the heat wave that's coming through the rest of the afternoon. But – Regardless, we got a lot of things that we got to check off the list here this morning on the program. We're going to talk to uh, our good buddy Ed Cohen a little bit later on. He is, of course, the voice of the New York Knickerbockers. You hear every game right here on 98.7 ESPN. Nick's back at it tonight. They're going to welcome in the Clip Joint over at Madison Square Garden. They got two home games this weekend. They got the Clippers tonight. They got the Sixers tomorrow there, so not going to be easy. See if they could stack up a couple more victories as we're a couple of weeks away from the NBA All-Star festivities and that break, which we'll get to it a little bit later, but I think it's certainly uh, much needed if you see the way some of these guys in the NBA have been behaving themselves the last few nights in the association, getting into fights and who's elbowing who to another guy's you-know-where region. It's just chaos has erupted in the NBA because they need a break. They need a vacation. Exactly. The NHL's having their all-star festivities. NBA not so far behind there. And uh, like I said, maybe that'll calm the, uh, the hostilities that we see brewing there on the court. Will it calm the feelings of What's going on over in Brooklyn? That's the next question here because surprise, surprise, surprise. Do you believe that Kyrie Irving is unhappy again? I I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Where have you heard that one before, right? I only felt that it was a matter of time before we'd be having this conversation again, really and truly. That the Nets were going to be in a situation to where they had to put out fires involving Kyrie. Now, the question was going to be when, not if, but when. Could it maybe have been something that would have waited until the end of the season? Because if it waited until the end of the season, Kyrie was a free agent. And then the Nets weren't going to have to concern themselves with him any longer. It's just, all right, you know, this is who he is, and we're not going to re-sign him. And, you know, we gave it a good shot, but that's it. No, it didn't even wait till the end of the season. Instead, it waited until we were within a week of the trade deadline, which is coming up on Thursday afternoon, by the way. And then word gets out yesterday that Kyrie wants a trade. He wants out. He's unhappy. Mr. Brooklyn, Mr. Net, Mr. New Jersey Net. Remember, grew up with the Nets pajamas, the Nets bed sheets. He had one of those stuffed Derek Coleman dolls that he used to sleep with at night. That's how big of a Nets fan he was. Isn't it funny, too, that in a situation where you have a club whose best player, of course, is Kevin Durant, and he's not even out there. He's hurt again, unfortunately, for him. But he's not even part of the mix right now, at least on the floor. And yet this is what's happening when KD's out of the lineup. It's ironic to me 
Not to say that things would be playing out any differently if Kevin Durant were healthy right now, but I just see the irony in the fact that, again, he can't play, which is how this whole Nets-KD-Kyrie partnership started. Remember, that first year was like a redshirt season for Durant because he was coming off of the injury that he suffered with Golden State, which you knew he wasn't going to play that first season. So he was just on the sidelines being a good spirit animal and support system for everybody else at the club, and it was Kyrie and his buddies who were out there and having to play basketball. Then they got Kenny Atkinson fired, but, you know, neither here nor there, right? But now the trade deadline is coming up, and what happens is that Kyrie goes out there and has a season where he makes an all-star team. Fans voted him in. Congratulations. Okay, he's in the starting lineup. Good for him. But you knew that the day was going to be coming where at the end of the season, he was going to have to get himself a contract. And how do you go about doing that? Well, he says he's a Nets fan, says he wants to stay with the Nets. And so he started, you know, poking his head into Sean Mark's office, Joe Sy, whether him or his representatives, of course, and started putting out feelers like, hey, how are we doing in terms of a contract? You want to sit down and talk turkey? We're going to be able to work something out. Are we going to be able to get an agreement done before the end of the season? Am I going to have to go to free agency? I would like to have a little bit of security. I'm Kyrie. I'm an all-star. I got myself a championship ring. Am I going to be here beyond this season? I would like to know. Well, the Nets, smartly, and look, the Nets haven't done a lot of things smartly over the last few years. I mean, the record will tell you that. But what the Nets have done here is that finally, after misstep one after another, When it comes to Kyrie, they've already said, you know what, we're not going to sit here and agree to this nonsense for a prolonged period of time any longer. We're done. Now, you want to go year to year? You want to go short-term commitment? You know, we're willing to listen. But if you think you're getting yourself a max deal, four years, five years, whatever the the, parameters are, it's not happening. And good for the Nets. Because I don't know how many times you need to get burned to be able to go down this same road again. And so the Nets probably delivered the message to Kyrie saying, no, we're not going to do a long-term contract. Kyrie's feelings were hurt. And so how does Kyrie respond? Trade me. Good team guy. Real good team guy. Solid team guy. All about the team. Always we before me. I don't know. Maybe Kyrie thought that the whole film critic thing earlier in the year with Amazon when he decided to venture off into those waters and maybe pick up a second career, maybe he thought that that was going to go over well with the organization, which got him a suspension, and rightfully so. But this is the only way that the Nets could play this thing. I mean, realistically, if, if, if the Nets were a business and you ran the business and you had an employee that has caused you this much of a headache over the years as Kyrie Irving has, why in God's name would you? Make sure that you sign this guy up for years to come and want to continue this path going forward. I mean, even Kevin Durant, and nothing happens in that organization without Kevin Durant's blessing, whether you want to believe it or not, okay? Everything goes through KD. Even Kevin Durant at this point has got to be saying to himself, you know what, maybe it's for the best. Maybe it's for the best. And this is a guy in KD who once upon a time And what will probably go down is one of the worst decisions by a superstar and by an all-time great that we've ever seen. He decided to leave a dynasty 
an already-made, built-to-win giant out there with the Golden State Warriors to come east to Brooklyn and to join forces with Kyrie Irving. Think about that for a second. He left the cozy confines and the security of Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, even though he and Draymond were buttonheads, but still, those guys who probably, if they ran it back, at some point or another, after KD got healthy, they would have won another championship together. Hell, they won one last year without Kevin Durant. They would have been in the winner's circle again. Instead, he's come to Brooklyn, been burned time and time and time again by Kyrie Irving, throw in the small window there that James Harden was a part of the mix. You can even include Ben Simmons into the conversation because, after all, he's getting paid by the Nets now, and I read somewhere that he might play basketball again, maybe. And all the time that they've been together in Brooklyn, this grand experiment, they have one playoff series victory to show for it. Think think about that for a second. We have spent more time talking about off the court with the Nets, like tenfold more than we've talked about anything that they've accomplished on the basketball court during this period of time. Now, look, this is great for back page headlines. I don't know. Maybe it's good for ticket sales. Maybe it's good for promotion and that sort of thing for the Brooklyn Nets. Like, maybe they enjoy the attention. But the bottom line is they've got nothing to show for it when it comes to the scoreboard. Absolutely nothing. And I was saying on the show last night, and I'll throw it out there to you this morning, at 800-919-3776, I want to hear from you because this is important. If you're the Nets, you've got yourself a couple of options here by Thursday. You can either trade Kyrie Irving and just completely rid yourself of this headache for good. See ya. Thanks for the memories. I don't know if Kyrie gets a video tribute, though, when he comes back to Brooklyn, whatever team he's a part of. You think Kyrie gets a video tribute? If he did, that actually would be one of the funniest things maybe that has ever happened in the history of the NBA. (laughs) It is funny. Exactly. Thanks, guys. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So you can move on from Kyrie and essentially let him get his way, call his shot, or you can look at it on the flip side. Because if you're the Brooklyn Nets right now, I don't think you have a championship team. As a matter of fact, I know you don't have a championship team. You got a nice little team. You'll make the playoffs. Hell, you might even get home court advantage in the first round. But if you have Kyrie, let, let, let's think about this for a second. If you're Sean Marks and you're Joe Sy and you call Kyrie's bluff right now, what you're essentially telling him is this. Hey, Kyrie, you want your money. You want your max deal. You want your long-term security. You know the best way to do that? And look, right now he's not operating in a position of strength. We all acknowledge that. But guess what? There's 30 teams in this league. All it takes is just one. All it takes one to go rogue and to give up a bad contract. Because we've seen that happen time and time again in all sports. So if you're the Nets, you say to yourself, or sit down with Kyrie and say, Kyrie, look, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to trade you. But what we're going to have you do is you're going to stay here in Brooklyn and you're going to play your you-know-what off. Because by you playing hard and you giving it your all, you help yourself and you help us. Because that's the only way that Kyrie could build up his stock enough to make other teams trust that if they do give him a max deal, 
they're going to get what they pay for. And it will be justified. And they're willing to overlook all the off-the-court distractions and all the other garbage that comes with having Kyrie Irving on your team. By doing that, making him be an elite all-star basketball player, which he can be when he puts his mind to just basketball, it helps Kyrie, and it also helps the Brooklyn Nets. In a perfect world, that's what Brooklyn should do, right? I mean, just try to make a run at this thing one more time. And then at the end of the year, you go your own separate ways. Nothing more, nothing less. But if you are going to trade him right now, what would you possibly get in exchange? Like, people are bringing up this whole thing about, well, you know, the Lakers. Lakers seem like a good fit. Why? Because LeBron James is there. Because LeBron James might be one of, like, the only two or three dudes in the NBA who could tolerate Kyrie to a certain extent. And that Kyrie might actually want to go play for because, I don't know, maybe Kyrie has had this moment of clarity to where he realized, you know what, once upon a time when I played with LeBron, we had it pretty good. Until Kyrie screwed that up and he wanted out of Cleveland. Right? He was the one that wanted out. And it hasn't been the same since. But if you trade him to the Los Angeles Lakers, you're going to have to make the money and everything match up. So you're bringing Russell Westbrook back this way. Like, does that really excite you if you're a Nets fan? Do you really think that makes the Nets a championship team? I don't even know if the Lakers are a championship team with Russell Westbrook playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Just because Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant played together once upon a time in another galaxy in Oklahoma City doesn't mean they're going to catch lightning in a bottle and again in Brooklyn 10 years later when they couldn't even win a championship 10 years ago when they were together. Any way you want to slice it, it is a horrible problem that the Nets have found themselves in right now. And you can't sit here and say that you're all that surprised, right? And as far as I'm concerned, the Nets get, deserve what they get. They deserve what they have coming to them. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Curious as to what your take should be. How the Nets should handle this one. We'll do plenty of basketball this morning. We'll get into some Knicks. Like I said, a couple of big games uh, this weekend for them at MSG. Our buddy Ed Cohen, the voice of the Knicks, right here on 98.7, will join us coming up at 10 o'clock. Plenty of football because it's February 4th. I heard there's a pretty big football game next Sunday. And if the Jets were playing in that game, who who would the quarterback be? You know, Jets had a game tomorrow. Who would the quarterback be? Still don't know. But maybe, maybe, maybe. Are we getting a little bit closer to finding out who that person will be or won't be, at least in some regard? We'll get into that as we move forward throughout the course of the morning as well. It's Dan Gross' show. It is a Saturday morning. It is damn cold outside, but we're hot right now on the air, 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Dan Gross's show, 98.7 ESPN. It is cold out. We're going to give you uh, periodic weather reports throughout the course of this program. I have a feeling you're not going to change all that much until we take it right up until 12 o'clock. Remember, if you want to tweet at me, at Dan Grasa, G-R-A-C-A. It's funny, we were just talking during the break and about the weather and how cold it is and everything. And I remember, like, as a kid, playing sports in Little League and, and so on and so forth. When I was in Little League, I'll never forget. And, and look, it was nothing compared to the way that the temperature is today. But early in the Little League season, you know, like March, April, it's still kind of chilly outside. And I'll never forget, like, we had practice one day after school. And, you know, we're doing batting practice. And I'm up there. And we're using a wooden bat. And I'm up there in the, in the cage taking cuts or whatnot. And I must have been, like, nine years old or something. And I had my first experience with the stinging hands. Like, when you get one up and in on the bat, it, I, I mean, I had never felt pain like that in my life. And, and God's honest truth, I almost retired from baseball right there and then on that day. And think about what the world would have missed out on if I had called it quits baseball-wise at the tender age of nine. Not that I, of course, ever went on to do anything, you know, spectacular or made the majors or even the minors, for that matter, uh, in baseball. Played till high school, but, boy, it could deprive the world of so much if I didn't, you know, just give – if I gave in to the pain and the adversity that I was feeling on that day at the tender age of nine because batting practice didn't go well on a chilly day in April. Nevertheless, you know, that's adversity, right? <laughs> you, you learn from adversity. Oh, boy. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Talking Nets, talking Kyrie. And I'll tell you, it'll be interesting to see how the Nets spin this one because they got a game today. They got a game today. They're playing Washington at 6 o'clock, coming up a little bit later. At home, too, by the way. So the preliminary injury report that the Nets put out yesterday, Kyrie Irving wasn't listed on it at all. No mention of Kyrie. So, like, they expect him to be a full go today at 6 o'clock. So, if you're trekking out to the Barclays Center and you are you got tickets and you want to bring little Jimmy to go see his favorite player, Kyrie, you know, you might even see Kyrie in the starting lineup. You never know. Although, I think that there's maybe a decent chance that somehow, some way, you know, they, they might chalk it up to load management, which is like the convenient crutch nowadays in the NBA, and he doesn't play just because they want to minimize these distractions. Hell, I don't even know if they're going to make him available to the media. They'll probably make Jock Vaughn sit there and have to answer the tough questions. I doubt Sean Marks is going to say anything. Like, I don't think Sean Marks is going to have a press conference because all that stuff is going to have to be dealt with on Thursday when the actual trade deadline is. And they're just going to be like, nah, we'll wait till then to address all this stuff. But, yeah, very, very curious to see what the Nets do with Kyrie as far as this one a little bit later on today is concerned. All right, let's get to the phones. 800-919-3776. D is in Queens. Start us off here on 9870 SPN. D, good morning. How are you? I'm all right. Listen, I've been tooting this horn for two years. Yeah. I think Joe Shaw should tell Sean Marks to trade Kyrie Irving, and right after he trades him, fire Sean Marks. Sean Marks is a bad GM. And a lot of this traces back to him, with him hiring Steve Nash's buddy, who was not ready for the role. 
for him. He had a choice at the um, when Kyrie wouldn't take the vaccine. It basically came down to him or James Harden. How's that working out for them? Okay, and then what he got for James Harden was pennies on the dollar. Like, it's been a disaster. And that's where a lot of this could be traced back to. Like, Kevin Durant, this summer said he wants the GM and the coach fired. He was actually right. And look how that's working out. Like, the team, like, all this chases back to the GM who hired Durant. But, D, D, let me ask you a question. Dee, let me ask you a question. Look, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and dispute you in saying that they haven't done a good job because the record is the ultimate evaluator, right? And and they've only won one playoff series together since this whole group has come mm-hmm. together. But with these decisions, and I understand that Sean Marks has the title of general manager. Maybe it's he's he's even got a few other fancy words in there too, apart from GM. I don't know. But when you're talking about these franchise defining moves, like a trade for James Harden. Uh, firing a head coach, so on and so forth. Don't you think in this day and age in today's NBA where the players are so influential, especially the superstars, how much do you think this was really Sean Marks' idea to go ahead and execute all of those transactions like we talked about? Okay, you're right, but even this summer, he could have got under, got out of KD where he could have traded him for um, Jalen Brown in Boston, and he turns it down. So you could have gotten out of both of them. That's, well, but, that, but, but see, D, that's not enough. That's not enough. Like, I know Jalen Brown's an all-star. Kevin Durant's an all-time great. And he could still ball. Who's 30, so, 34 and injury-prone, and he's a diva, too, because he made you hold on to the baggage of Kyrie Irving too long. Sometimes you need a clean slate. And just well, get you know over what? with it. They haven't D, won. I'm, they haven't won. <laughs> D, I'm glad you said that. I really and truly am, because that's my next point. I thank you for the phone call. But he, you, you couldn't trade Ky, uh, Kevin Durant to the Celtics for, for Jalen Brown. I know there would have been other pieces of that package, but you, you couldn't. Because that's the tricky part whenever you deal with a guy like Kevin Durant. What's the value you're getting? Now, if you listen to the show last night, and I'm glad D brought that up, and I'll throw it out there again. I suggested, you know what, if you're going to move Kyrie Irving, if you're the Nets, why don't you just blow this whole thing up? And that includes Kevin Durant. I'm not saying by Thursday, because the one thing that the Nets have going for them, if indeed you want to sit here and entertain the prospect of trading Durant, Durant is not a rental player. He's got three more years left on that deal. Remember, he recommitted to this team not too long ago, even though he wanted to be traded in the summertime. But, you know, let bygones be bygones there, right? I mean, trade, trade requests in the NBA now, or at least with this team, it seems like it happens every other day. You lose track of them. But the fact that he's still got three more years on his deal, he's got value. So a team that's trading for him, it's not like they're bringing in a rental, which means if you're Brooklyn, you should and will get a lot back in return. Because you're paying for a guy that's going to be there wherever you send them for a good long while. It's not like, you know, the baseball trades, you know, the rental players, so you don't have to give up as much. No, no, no. This is, you're talking about trading an all-time great with three years left on his deal. Lamar's in Brooklyn. He's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Lamar, how we doing? How are you? Hello, Lamar. Hello. No, this is Omar from Brooklyn. Oh, Omar. I don't know why it said Lamar. Omar and Lamar are two different things. But Omar, how we doing? How we doing? So Good. The Kansas City won and the Philadelphia Eagles won. So you got, you got a lot of money from me, basically. I yes. know you bet on that. Yes. <laughs> You were the, okay, you were the only more. one, Omar, that, that said the Chiefs and the Eagles were going to win on Sunday. Okay. And then, and then uh, come to Kyrie Irving. Okay. Yep. 
the last time I checked with Kyrie Irving, that he said they were negotiating a contract. The extension didn't happen with Brooklyn Nets. He came that it is better to trade me and get a value out of me. Never came in the media or anything that he will not play the game if uh, uh, if they don't trade him. So the basically what I'm expecting is Kevin Durant asked for a trade, but he showed up. He plays the game every time if he's not injured. Kyrie Irving is going to play the game at the end, up to the end of the year, to make his value out of it. But he, uh, he's telling you that you are not going to get anything for me because I'm going to be free agent. I'm leaving. So because you are not giving me an extension. So where it becomes a bad guy, where he becomes me, me, me. No, they expect. The way he's carrying over the team at this particular time without Kevin Durant, he has showed there is no other player in this league that you can trade Booker, Donovan, maybe Booker, that you bring it in at this time with Brooklyn Nets, that you can say that there is a chance that they can win, that there is a chance with Kevin Durant healthy and Kyrie Irving the way he's playing, that there is a chance that they can win. Tell me any player, maybe the top five players of the league, Anthony Davis, uh, he got a maximum extension from the Lakers. Uh, how many championships did he have won? One. And how many games does he play every year? Injury-prone player. And this guy telling me, and the vaccine thing, everybody talks about it. So basically what he stands for, now the federal and the government has lost that cause against Pfizer. So basically he was right in not putting anything in his body. So don't tell me. Now, I'm, listen, I didn't want as a Knicks fan Kyrie Irving in my team. I'm not a – but the, the basically at that time, the media ridiculing and putting a, a Kyrie Irving on the pedestal, whatever happened, uh, the incident, he learned. Everybody learns. Everybody learns from their mistakes. Kyrie Irving said whatever he learned, and he got suspended, lost his pay. Yeah, but, but Omar, he Omar here's the thing, playing. though. How many? How much longer? And I thank you for the phone call, Armar. As always, I love talking to you. How how many more times are we going to continue to run this thing back with Kyrie, though? Like if bye you're the Nets, bye, bitch. You know, like how how, how many more times? Enough is enough is enough. Like Never the Nets were out. even the Nets were even weary of this during the off season, and then you had the whole Amazon and the film critique thing earlier this season, and then that really looked like it was going to be the end of the end for Kyrie. I didn't at, at the time. Shoot, I didn't think that he'd ever play for the Nets again. Right? I, I thought that was it. But yeah, here we are back, and then things seemed like they were maybe, maybe peaceful. Like, peaceful is a strong word. They were, they were cordial. You know, like let's get to the end of the season and let's see where this thing goes. But no. He still had to come out and still now had to say, you know what, I want to trade. Couldn't leave well enough alone. When we come back, had Stephen A. on the show last night, and I asked him the question point blank, well, if he is going to be traded and he wants a max deal, what are some of the teams that are going to be able to give him? Who would be the team that would actually go into business with Kyrie on a multi-year venture, among some of the other things we discussed. We'll get into that. You can hear his answer when we return. We're going to talk to Ed Cohen, the voice of the Knicks, coming up at 10. Dan Gross' show on this Saturday. Hey, it's cold out. 98.7 ESPN. Have a good summer, Brooklyn Nets. This is the Dan Gross' show on 98.7 ESPN.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Talking Nets, talking Kyrie. They got a game tonight in Brooklyn against the Washington Wizards. Who knows if Kyrie will be there? We'll wait and see. We'll find out. So last night on the wildly popular Dan Grasso show, which you can hear most weeknights, 7 p.m., at least when the Knicks and the Rangers are nice enough not to play, like last hunt. night was one of those nights. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, my good buddy Stephen A. Smith hopped on the program. He's always kind enough to come on whenever, uh, whenever I ask, and I was appreciative of him coming on. We had a nice conversation, civil, about this Kyrie situation with the Nets. And so talking about the prospects of him getting traded and where he could potentially go because Kyrie wants, you know, to be compensated at this point, right? He wants his max deal, which, you know, more than anything else is what's leading to the discontent with the Nets. So I asked Stephen A, what team in their right mind would actually give Kyrie Irving a max deal given everything that's happened with him over the last couple of years? Well, I could tell you that Phoenix would consider it because their new ownership group um, is counseled by Isaiah Thomas, who's very, very high on Kyrie Irving, very close to Kyrie Irving. I would tell you that the Los Angeles Lakers would do it out of sheer desperation because LeBron James and Anthony Davis would desperately want that, and they know he would be an upgrade to Russell Westbrook. I can tell you that the Dallas Mavericks would consider something, but they don't have enough to give. Minnesota may not be interested in giving him that contract, but who knows what they would be willing to do to unload Carl Anthony Towns because even though Rudy Gobert and that experiment hasn't worked out well, it's primarily due to the fact that him and Carl Anthony Towns struggle to play together. Carl Anthony Towns' staff was gone, and you had a backcourt of Anthony Edwards and Kyrie Irving. Those are things that would be taken into consideration. <clears throat> but you are right. It does come down to the level of trust that an organization would want to place in him. Right. And that's why I thought this move was idiotic because – if he had just played the rest of the season, shut his mouth, played, and Brooklyn went deep into the playoffs, and he was every bit as spectacular as he has been, there might have been somebody willing to take the chance. But now that he's taken this position, I find it hard to believe that any ownership group is going to feel comfortable taking that risk and making that investment in him. But you never but I, know. There's a sucker born every day. When, when he said Minnesota... My eyes lit up. They almost actually popped out of my head just in terms of sheer excitement because for people to do what we do and observe the NBA from a distance, you know, teams like Minnesota, not hands-on like Knicks, Nets, you know, in our city here. But could you imagine? Like, I, I sat there and I had visions. Can you imagine that day? If they trade him to the Minnesota Timberwolves, like sitting there at that press conference with Kyrie sitting in one seat and right next to him, A-Rod, part owner of the Timberwolves. Oh, you, you couldn't I, – I, I don't know what I would do for that to happen. You talk about drama. You talk about never-ending – you think it's crazy here with him as a member of the Brooklyn Nets? Oh, that would be fantastic. Mm. That would be the gift that keeps on giving.
It really, like, what do I, basketball gods, what do I have to do to make that become a reality? Damn it up! Anything. Anything. I'll walk outside, you know, shirtless in this weather today, if I have to. I'll walk around the block. Although they say, like, the real cold weather is good for you, believe it or not. Retards the aging process. Uh, Lastly, I asked Stephen A., you know, look into your crystal ball. Come Thursday, is Kyrie Irving still a net by the trade deadline? Personally speaking, I think so. Um, I think so because if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you don't have to capitulate to him. He needs to get his money. And if he goes out on the court, if he doesn't get traded and he doesn't play, that will do more damage to his marketability than anything. Clearly, he was looking for a long-term extension. He needs them to facilitate making it happen. They haven't given him any inclination that they desire to do so. And he's trying to force their hand. Uh, I don't think they would capitulate to it. They might. They might. Because I think Phoenix, Dallas, uh, and various other teams are going to call and try to get them to do so. And who knows whether or not it will work. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if Brooklyn stood pat. I wouldn't blame them one bit. Because after the three years he's given them, if I'm Joe Sy and Sean Marks, I'm like, damn it, you're going to give me one. You're going to give me one good year. I don't give a damn what you say. You're going to give me this year. Or I'm going to stand in your way every chance I get. Here's the difference, though, right? Even if you even if you keep the band together, and you try to run this thing till at least the end of the season, do you know the trait that the Nets have that the other contenders in the Eastern Conference don't possess? And that's what makes them dangerous, dangerous to themselves, is that they can self-destruct from within. They're a combustible group from within that locker room. And we've seen it time and time and time again over the last few years. That is the greatest virus for the Brooklyn Nets. They're their own worst enemy. You can't say the same thing about the Boston Celtics. They are not going to crumble from within. You can't say that about the Milwaukee Bucks. That's a championship group. Hell, you can't even say that about the Philadelphia 76ers, and they got James Harden on that team. And usually they're the ones that have been a source of drama over the last few years, especially when Ben Simmons was there. Nope, just Brooklyn. If you're talking about teams that legit have a shot to come out of the Eastern Conference based on the talent that they have in that locker room. Let's say hi to Andre in New York. He's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Andre, good morning. How are you? Hey, how's it going, man? How's everything? What's up, Andre? We're good. What's going on? Hey, listen, man. Number one, I want to say that Kyrie Irving got a bag of cats in his head. That's number one. Number two, just like the guy on Remember the Titans, he said sometimes you got to cut a brother loose. They need to just let him go. Don't trade him. Take the loss and keep it moving. Cut him right now. Don't worry about the trade. Move on. This guy's a headache. He's always been a headache. Dude, it's time to go. Time to go. Bottom line. Yeah, but Andre, you can't do that, though. And I, I hear what you're saying. I, I know where you're coming from with it. But you can't. Anybody of sound mind who is in charge of an organization, and I thank you for the phone call, like Sean Marks and even Joe Sy, who's signing the checks, you just can't kick him to the curb. You can't. He didn't go out there and commit a crime, okay? You can't just release him for nothing because at this point in time, look, you know that they're not going to be together again next year. That's not going to happen. So one way or the other, you have to now gain control of this relationship. You're the one that's going to have to have the upper hand if you're the Nets, which means you got one of two options. You keep them around, 
and hope that he's on his best behavior and you maybe try to talk some sense into him and say, hey, man, if you want to get paid next year, it ain't going to be by us. But if you want to get paid by the 29 other teams or one of the 29 other teams, play your best basketball, be a good soldier, help us win as many games as possible, and then maybe we'll write you a little nice letter, letter of recommendation that you were on your best behavior the last two, three months of the season going off into free agency. Or... You trade them by Thursday, and you try to get at least a bag of balls in return. But you cannot, under any circumstances, just cut them loose because then you get nothing in return. And it's not one of those cases of addition by subtraction. It'll be that, I think, going into next year. So when we get around, you know, sit around in September, October, and start to look ahead to next basketball season, you might think differently about Brooklyn and the way that the roster is constructed based upon Kyrie no longer being there, and if you think that they're going to have a great chance to win, then you could throw the whole addition by subtraction thing. But that's not going to work for this season and this group going into the playoffs. It's just not. 800-919-3776. We'll talk Knicks with our buddy Ed Cohen, the radio voice of the Knickerbockers, coming up at 10. Dan Gross's show till noon. 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Thankfully, thankfully, teams will be back on the ice on Monday. Restart. I I hate all-star breaks. I hate them. I just don't like the disruption to the season. You know, I had – no, it's true. That's how I feel. I had on the skills stuff last night while I was doing the show, and it it just it didn't do anything for me. It it didn't, it, you know. It, it's nice. I understand they got to put something on. You know, I'll maybe see what's happening with the All Star Game today. I don't mind the format actually, the way they do it with the divisions. Like I think that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, just start it up again. Teams are back on the ice tomorrow for practice. That's that's fine. Let let let's start the season again because it's been a great season. You know, and you think about at least, you know, Devils and Rangers, you know, they have all the makings of playoff teams this year. And the Islanders, you know, Islander fans are excited with the Bo Horvat trade. Want to see how that's going to play itself out Canukes. here moving forward. So let's just start the dang season Canukes. again. Canucks. Let's say hi to uh, David in Jersey City. He's up next year on 98.7. David, good morning. What's up? Thanks for taking my call. I, I was speaking to the guy that takes the calls. I'm looking at Kuzma and KP for um, Kyrie. If not, can Sean Marks get down to Portland and try Simmons and Grant? You want you want to bring K uh, KP back to NYC? You want you want to do the KP thing again? Well, I'm trying to get Kuzma also. <sighs> if you're Washington, though, what's the motivation there? Like what? What does Kyrie Irving do for Washington? For number one, for the remainder of the season, I don't think it enhances Washington's profile any. Bill and and Kyrie would be a nice backcourt if they can get a center to go with them. Yeah, but if you're Washington, though, think think of it. Remember, because he's a rental player. So if you're Washington, you have to look at it in two fronts. Number one, does it help us this year? I don't think bringing Kyrie Irving to Washington makes them a championship contender. No way. Not for this year. Number two, if you're the Wizards, are you willing to go all in and give Kyrie Irving a max extension? Remember, you paid John Wall once upon a time, gave him a max extension, and then that didn't work out, and you had to trade him away. So if you've already been burned by the way things were with John Wall, and John Wall is a choir boy 
compared to Kyrie Irving in terms of distractions. Worst thing that happened to John Walls is that he got hurt. You know what I mean? And, th- and that didn't work out. So I'd be a little bit hesitant if I'm Washington to try to run it back again with another point guard here on such a big – see, that's the tricky part of this whole thing with Sean Marks and with the Nets if they decide to move him by Thursday. Because how many teams are willing to take the bait? The only ones that are going to try to use Kyrie for the rest of this year are teams that actually think they got a shot to win a championship. Because nobody that trades for Kyrie, I don't think, maybe with the exception of the Lakers, they would be the only ones because of the LeBron factor that would actually look to bring Kyrie in past just him being a rental for the remainder of the season. Like they would actually look at it as a long-term relationship. Everybody else, it's just, all right, what can he give us for the next two, three months? And I don't know how many clubs think that they're a Kyrie Irving away from winning a championship. Because remember, if you are bringing him in as a rental, you're going to have to give up something of value regardless. So you're kind of weakening your club on one hand just to get Kyrie over here. Mitch in East Windsor is up next here on 98.7. Mitch, good morning. How are you? Hey, Dan. Hey, Mitch. Thanks for taking my call. Good. Yeah, well, uh, I tell you, it's it's amazing. This guy, he, he's like Elizabeth Taylor. Every two years, it's more often than leap year that he wants to be traded. He's, never, he's like never happy. You never know why he's going to come out of his mouth. But That'll resonate with all the younger anybody... uh, listeners, by the way, the Elizabeth Taylor reference. But go ahead. I got it. I mean, she never had to get married. She went back to Richard Burton. She couldn't make up her mind. And, and she was a knockout woman in her early days, an yeah. actress. But yeah. R- R- Richard Burton um, and Elizabeth Taylor just couldn't quit each other for some reason. It's kind of, you know what, it's kind of like KD and Kyrie. They just can't quit each other, right? You, you know, but KD has to be scratching his head. I mean, Mark has made some trades, and, and he's brought some talent. But two, out of the four trades, he, he, brought, he, he brought in two knuckleheads. I mean, Ben Simmons, they have too much power. But I would say, you know, being I'm a Clippers fan, I would say trading. I think the Clippers can give a better offer. They're more ready to win than, than the Lakers, believe it or not. And I don't want to see Clippers give up John Wall. Because John Wall, it's not, it wasn't his fault they got a hurry because he played hard. You never know. He has to have a day off every every once a week. Uh, I'm talking about Urban here. Right. I, I mean, I I want to see the Clippers win finally get the get the curse over their backs. Well, I, I mean, they, here's the thing, Mitch. Time, long time, I don't care. Yeah, and, and, and Mitch, thanks a lot for the phone call. Here's the problem, though. For example, with a situation like the John Wall, when John Wall signed that massive extension, he barely played for a couple of years after it. Barely played, and that is just money that they were paying out of their nose, and you were getting nothing in return. Nothing. And I think that they'd probably be a little bit reluctant to do that again, especially with a guy who doesn't exactly have the greatest track record of dependability in Kyrie Irving. All right, we'll get back to the Nets a little bit later on in the show. We come back, we'll switch gears and talk about the other team in town. Hey, the Knicks! They won their last game. They got a couple of important this weekend. At home, Clippers tonight, Sixers tomorrow. You can hear both of them right here on 98.7 ESPN. The guy who's going to be on the microphone for both of those games, like he is all the games, Play-by-play voice, Ed Cohen. He joins me next. Dan Gross' show till noon right here on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.